Yep, you know what it is, your boy DJ Infamous. Talk to me. Nah, smoke with me. I'm here with my partner, my co-host, my brother, my light-skinned Negro. <laughs> <laughs> the Wolf of Weed Street, baby. Episode 7, back at it. What's up, baby? Hey, we back, bro, episode yeah, back, 7. Back. I see you got your smoke with me merch on. I got, I got the t-shirt on, I got the hat on. You can hit the website. You feel me? Listen, smoke with me tees. Snap hats, snapback hats. We about to drop them. You know what I'm saying? You you, you giving them exclusive right now. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I got the trucker on today. Yeah, well, no, I wore one the last episode, but you know, I ain't gonna front, bro. You look a little better on you. you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. You got the trucker on. You got yeah. the, you got the beard looking like the you know. Mr. Shut up and train got us got us uh, you know getting getting ready. And I, I listen, I ain't gonna lie. I'm not ready to do that again. I'm not I'm not ready to smoke and then get in the gym and just. It works for me, but I ain't gonna front. After four twenty, I stopped working out. I know I stopped working out, and it's been a. I've been busy, man. You know what I'm saying? Session put you put you under the dirt, huh? Yeah, man. I ain't gonna lie. You know, it was a, it was a little. I was a little hurt after that. It was a lot going on. You know what I'm saying? Interviewing people, being a husband, and the kids, and the infamous, and I got DJ Faluda, and then got to come back, getting to the cannabis back in Las Vegas, and then got to come here do a podcast with you. It's a lot, man. You know what I'm saying? You're moving. You got motion. I mean, you know. You got motion. Yeah, yeah. So what's new with Winter Circle, man? Tell me what's new with Winter Circle. We uh, got the, the dispensary license pushed back a little bit. We'll be open in about 30 days. Yeah. Um, so the dispensary will be open. The cultivation is up and running, man. We just did a big uh, 420 merch drop with uh, Desto Dub. Nice. That was received really well. Yeah. Um, product is still available online. Check the website, WinterCircleGenetics.com. Um, other than that, man, just happy to be back uh, shooting the show, man. You know, I get a, a lot of good DMs, a lot of good comments, uh, a lot of positive uh, people following the show and right. want to see us keep doing what we're doing, man. Right, right. And and let's go in, let's go right into it, man, because this is this show is this is a different show. You know what I'm saying? This is um, you know, on our platform, we try to uh, be informative. We try to um. You know, in, in incorporate people that's you know entrepreneurs in the cannabis business, um, but we also want to showcase people that can help push these laws, help you know, uh, you know, make cannabis legal in um, certain states and in certain uh, markets. You know what I'm saying? So today is it's our honor. It's our honor. It's our honor, Jose. That first, before I announce our guest, I say, listen, what camera am I listening, looking into, Jose? This one. Listen, when you go to Las Vegas, right, and you know you get your bags, and you probably got your car service, or you got your Uber, you know, however you get around when you get there. Don't go to the hotel. Don't go get nothing to eat. Don't do none of that. Go straight to Hardeen Cannabis Dispensary in Las Vegas. They have the best flour, the best concentrates, the best best menu, the best menu. Oh, yo, their THC CBD lotion. Like when I'm playing basketball with my son and that, you know, that game is over yeah. with and I need to like, yo, you know, I'm getting older. Yep. That TAC lotion and CBD with that CBD in it. Listen, go to Hardin and get all the best products in the world. You know what I'm saying? Holla out one of our bud tenders. They'll take care of you. You know what I'm saying? Shout to Zach. Shout to Adam, the owners. You know what I'm saying? So when you land in Las Vegas, go straight to Hardin Cannabis Dispensary and they're going to take care of you. Tell them the wolf sent you. Tell them the wolf sent you. Smoke with me. You know what I'm saying? But let's get to our special guest, man. Like I said before, this is a special episode, and we have former Congressman Kwanzaa Hall in the building. 
Kwanzaa Smoke. No, talk to me. <laughs> What's going on, my brothers? What's good? Brother? Thank y'all for having me on Smoke with me. This is really a um, unique asset that we have in our community. It's here in Atlanta, but mm-hmm. of course, you're impacting the whole nation. There's a lot of states that don't have it legal, right? Uh, like Las Vegas, and we don't even have our medical program all the way up. So we've got to continue to be the voice of the voiceless because there are people who need access to these products because it can change their lives, especially children, right? Um, and older folks, everybody, right? Benefit. Right. So uh, I'm glad to be here. So, so let me ask you, what made you want to be? What made you want to like push for that and fight for that? Like what 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 made you? Because a lot of people wouldn't want to just jump into it like that. I'll, I'll be honest. You know, growing up, I remember seeing the Peter Tosh legalize it mm-hmm. uh, album. My father and my mother they always played that around the house. Mm-hmm. My dad was a, a very active person. He was the leader of um, of many movements, but in particular, he was the youngest member of Dr. King's staff. And both of my parents were wow. activists, so I inherited that legacy of uh, commitment to community nice. and making change happen. Right. Fast forward as a city councilman in 2016, I began to work on uh, decriminalization of possession of less than an ounce in the city of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. We were able to pass it in 2017. We got, I think, almost unanimous support from the council. Uh, Mayor Reed did help us as well. He stepped up. Uh, it was one of those things that it wasn't, it's still taboo in, in Atlanta and in Georgia, but really we know, actually, you go to other cities and states where it's legal, there's mm-hmm. more smoke here than it is in those places. Yeah, you right. can't even smoke in most of those places. Let's, let's we got uh, a hidden thing going on, and the session was phenomenal. Facts. Facts. <laughs> let's slow it down for a minute because, you know, this is one of the reasons that um, I'm glad to have you on the show. This is one of the reasons that we have this platform is to educate every everybody that's watching. So one of the key things you said was the decriminalization and the possession of under and out. So can you just slow that down and kind of let, let the, the listeners and, and everybody in Georgia kind of know what the law is? Cause I think that part of the reason is some people don't know the law. Yeah. So that, <clears throat> excuse me, that passed for Atlanta and it has passed in a few other cities, but it is not legal throughout the state. Okay. Uh, it is at the jurisdiction of, you know, the state leaders to choose where and when, if you're okay. in a different County, a different city, they can decide whether they want it. What I'm doing is I'm running for lieutenant governor. I'm running to ensure that we have that as a law throughout the state. So, you, you know, you're in metro Atlanta. You think you're in Atlanta. Yeah, right. People get hemmed up and jammed up after we passed that law in 2017, yeah. thinking I'm in East Point. I think I'm in Atlanta, but I'm in East Point. I'm in College Park. Right. I'm in Dunwoody. I'm in Sandy Springs. I thought I was in Atlanta. I just got here from, from San Diego. California. So I don't like know myself, that yeah. the rules are different. So yeah. we had to, we got to communicate that, still let people know. And we just need to go ahead and make sure we get out here and vote, get people who are voting, who are working for your interests in there, people like myself, so that we can change these laws, plain and simple. Yeah, so I think that's really important is that, you know, a lot of people don't really actually know the counties that that that, that law does apply. So Facts. Know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you kind of slowed that down and broke that down for everybody. So, you know, that was one of the, the major things that I remember about your movement when it started was, you know, how you were a, a cannabis uh, activist and how you, you pushed to get that uh, legalization, uh, that um, legislation here. So what else are you working on right now? Yeah, and I'll, I'll go ahead and break a little news for y'all. Um, you know, I grew up around family members who smoked, uh, you know, here in Chicago, other parts of the state. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really smoke growing up because I didn't understand and it seemed like it was this gateway drug. Right, to other harder things. Right, yeah, the harder things. And I saw that in my family. But 
After running for office, working on decrim, I began to research, and I had done plant genetics going when I went to college at MIT. I began to research the plant, and I said I wanted to learn. I was in California, Colorado, uh, Florida. I wanted to know about medical solutions or strains that could help you be more focused, mm-hmm. more creative, have less stress, less anxiety, get more done. Right. And the idea was always it's a couch lock, but that's yeah. not true. We all know this. So right. I began finding them, and I was like, wait a minute. If I would have actually had this in my life when I was an elected official, I would have been a better and more balanced leader. Right. And my life changed in 2018 or so uh, when I had my first exposure. And, and since that time, I've been researching it, got involved in the business, have participated in the business in pursuit of licenses with a majority minority firm. Mm-hmm. I stepped away from it when I ran back for office for Congress and was elected. I voted on the Moore Act. And we want to see that pass at the federal level. It right. would expunge all the records of those who've been impacted federally. But that's only a few thousand people. In every state, we need leaders such as myself who want to expunge the records of those who've been impacted in the state system mm-hmm. and in the county systems and the city jail. Right. So, so can you just speak on that speak again on for that. a minute? Yeah. Because I think that <clears throat> excuse me, expungement is, is a big question that we get all the time on the show. And how does that work? And how does that uh, can be applied to people here in Georgia for um, different marijuana crimes? Right. So, so Georgia still doesn't have a program like states like New Jersey mm-hmm. or places like California. You know, there's many states that are far ahead of us. We've got to adjust our laws to make it where some of these things that were illegal on the books years ago, now they're struck from your record completely. Uh, it's almost easier to get your gun rights back than to get yeah. the marijuana right. charges off. Right. Your so, you know, so we got to change that. But we need leaders in there who know how to do it. And that's why I'm running for lieutenant governor. I want to change these laws. It's th- about three million people in jails around the country or who, who have been impacted, who don't have all the rights to participate right. in the regular society and definitely don't have a right to participate in this economy that has Im- been impacted so significantly by the change in the laws that we're seeing men and women who don't look like us who are making billions. Right. And we see people who look like us who are in jail right now Locked up. and still trying to figure out, I was an entrepreneur before it was legal. How can I get in the game? And my family yeah. for two generations have been impacted by it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so I'm, I'm glad you said that. So, you know, that, that strikes a key point with me because um, I know you do, uh, you work a lot with social equity you know, uh, my company, we operate in, in California. We have uh, operate under social equity distro license. So can you kind of educate our listeners and everybody that's um, on the platform of just, you know, sure. I've tried to, you know, um, we've we spoke on social equity before, mm-hmm. but I would like you to add your, you know, uh, expertise and um, know-how in social equity and, you know, in the different programs and, and how it can you know, be kind of a, a stepping stone to kind of, let, you know, at least getting us a, a foot in the door to right. getting the cannabis industry. Yeah, for sure. So in Atlanta, under our first African-American mayor, Maynard Jackson, mm-hmm. he held up some of this very significant Atlanta airport contracts to ensure that minorities had equal participation based on some number similar to the amount of individuals that live, the percentage of individuals in the city. So it was a 30 percent. Uh, requirement that was placed on all contracts in the city of Atlanta. Right. And that started in the in the early 70s after he was elected in 74. And that idea has spread throughout the country 
to cities that saw mayors and, and other elected officials and counties and school boards adopt those programs. Right. Well, the social equity program for cannabis is based on that idea. One of the positives is it sets a tone as to who gets to participate required by law, who gets to participate in terms of demographic and where they live, what their race is, if they've been impacted by the war on drugs mm -hmm. and even income. The downside is sometimes it's in California, as y'all saw, it was based on zip code. Yeah. And it still ended up being a lot of the brothers and sisters who were in jail who came out were not able to participate. Yeah. Right. And they didn't win any licenses. In Colorado, they gave out licenses and still, you, I'm talking, I think it might be three mm -hmm. who are black. Yeah. Now, it's not as many people brown and black in Colorado, <laughs> but in other states, then the numbers began to make it difficult. The cost and barrier to entry right. to get in the game. Because right. it was not economically feasible for yeah. someone to come up with you know, even five hundred thousand yeah. dollars, let alone millions, be millions, to just be a micro, yeah. and they didn't have a micro license. So there's a lot of challenges that we see all over the country. Every state has a different program. Mm -hmm. I think Georgia tried to do it purely from the medical. What I have to applaud Georgia for is that there was a, a conversation around ensuring that there was a minimum percentage of minority participation. Right. Um, people always, you know, fight about these state programs, and there's always lawsuits. But at the end of the day, any state that's trying to make it where more people get to participate who look like us and mm -hmm. have been impacted by the war on drugs is going in the right direction. Yeah. But the numbers still are not where they need to be. Right. This is yeah. one of those industries where we should have more than 50 percent. Like yeah. we see other communities having a large percentage of the food industry or mm -hmm. the media industry right. or financial services. We know who runs those sectors. This is one that we should be running. Plain you know, and simple. I agree. I think there's, I live by that. Yeah, I think there is. You know, it needs to be education. It needs to be programs. It needs to be accelerator programs, just for us to learn, just to how to even if we get access to these licenses, how to be successful. So, right. you know, I, I think that um, you know, it's going to take a lot. But um, yeah, yep. I think in I think in our community is is is, is lack of information. You know, for, for the the majority part of it. You yep. know what I'm saying? I feel like. Uh, us having these platforms, like we, we don't have a lot of platforms to really speak about this either. Yeah, you know you're doing a great job. Yeah, that's that's what that's that, that was real. the basis of having the Smoke With Me podcast. Like we want to showcase these, build this platform up to have you know people can have a voice. You know, other entrepreneurs can have a voice, and you know people as yourself. You know what I'm saying? Can have a voice to talk about this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I wanna, it's even job opportunities and the training, yeah. like you just mentioned. I mean, you can go from you can sell and make lights. You can make fabric that goes on the walls that covers the the um the heat that can impact the sun that can you can make candles mm -hmm. there's a bunch of you different industries that are it's created so off many of it. Yeah. Things we, we've talked about that on the in, show yeah. yeah so it's yeah. it's it's really it's right for every young person to participate in just like we try to do bitcoin yeah. crypto we're trying to do all the digital things it's one you got to have your toe in right everybody yeah. that, definitely i think that especially for atlanta and for the the tax income that's going to generate for the city yeah. And just the jobs. I mean, you got so many, you know, smart young kids in college here that, you know, we can use in engineering and, and create, you know, fintech and canatech programs that, you know, Georgia's a hotbed for talent and cannabis needs to needs to start coming here. That's right. That's right. How important is um making Georgia a um legal state to you? Oh, it's very important. But I don't want to just see it go legal without a lot of measures in place to have social equity, okay. affirmative action, because if we go legal and 
everybody rushes in, you're talking about $20 billion companies. Right. right? Speak on it, yeah. And they're all coming in, and they will just bow us out. It needs to be guaranteed that at different levels of participation, many people can play. You know, you can. So, so how do you feel about is that I New do. York or New Jersey who's implemented that that program for the, the first couple of licenses is all going to be social equity? So I was a I was pursuing some licenses up there and then I stepped away and now I'm not in the business. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jersey was really going in the absolute right direction. They've they've done some good things. The downside with their program up until just now is. They gave out licenses, but nobody looked like us as well. Right. Yeah. Social equity ended up going to women who were of diverse backgrounds, meaning more like Indian, but it wasn't black people in jail in right. New York. You right. know what I'm saying? So that's still the part that we've got to change. We've got to be in the game. And some of our brothers and sisters who are in you know other sectors and do it really well, we need y'all to come pick up brothers and sisters who know a lot about this business and about this industry, and we're just entrepreneurs in advance. And merge together, and let's be about this whole business uh, because it's an I opportunity agree. for all of us. I agree. Yeah, because we we one thing we stressed on this uh, a couple of episodes ago was that you don't have to just partake in cannabis to get in the business. It could be like when me and Wolf was talking about. There's so many opportunities in this, you know, so as far as marketing, growing, distribution, you know, just you know stuff like that. You know, it's uh, there's other ways to uh, get in. Is and it's so. Um, and it's crazy that, you know, we, it's, just, it's just not, the information is just not out there like that. Mm-hmm. Packaging. You know I mean? Packaging. I mean, like, so you know, even though there's a lot of bootleg packaging too, but it's, it's still a market for the, for the business. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy how that information is just not out there. So that's why I'm glad we also had you on too, so we can, you know, shed light to some of this. Yeah, I mean, we need creatives. I mean, it, yeah. the, the cannabis industry needs creatives to, you know, work with not just the packaging, but the content and yeah. the visuals and all that, like. Like uh, like like you know, Kwanzaa just said, this is big business. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, twenty hundred million dollar companies are going to come here that are going to try to scoop up these licenses. So we need to be included in that. Most definitely. And, and you go out to the other states; they got all kinds of brands galore. But we know our creative culture here is far more um, adept at succeeding at marketing something. Yeah, you know, we have definitely. expertise. We come out the out the mud with stuff. Yeah. So when you those companies need us. Uh, we got to leverage our value Trust proposition. Me, know. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Companies. You're doing yeah. it right. <laughs> <laughs> when it's, when it's right. Is, is doing exactly that. So, you know, y'all have put some deals together, man, that are commendable. And I, I'm watching, and I, I just want to slap you up on that. That's Thank real, you. man. Appreciate that. We we just getting started, but I appreciate that. Yeah, most definitely. Like, building the company um, and building this platform, man, we, we definitely trying to get it there. Definitely trying to get it there. So one thing I want to ask you is um, – you being a, a native from Atlanta, did you ever see? Did, would you ever? Did you ever picture Atlanta being? You know what I'm saying? In this, you know, even have even the, in the conversation of having uh, cannabis is you know legal and having you know uh, people making it into the business here, like you know, outside the music, you know, we got music, food, fashion. You know our strip club culture and all this you know, other thing. You know it's gonna have some of the best dispensaries. Most definitely. Did, I mean, did, you, 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 I mean, you have in the world. Man. In the world. Yeah, yes. Did you, did you know Amsterdam? You know what I mean. That level, California style. Yeah. I think that um, you know we are a, a, a we're a place that has always fostered the growth of black talent. Facts. at the level yeah. of excellence. Claps you to know, that. Get your hand claps up, man. Yeah. You've been. I told you. Claps you've been to slacking, man. Claps to that. Yeah, man. Yeah. 
I'm like five deep already, man. <laughs> Shit. Right, right. Damn, I'm going to get an Uzi head clap. The reason why I asked because I ain't going to lie, like, with everything that we got going on, I'm like, man, if cannabis become legal here out of man, all man. the brands well, that's... Well, well, before you answer that question, because th this is something else I want to ask you, too, because what I don't understand is how can some place like Mississippi be more forward-thinking than Atlanta and already be working on being medical yeah, yeah, Mississippi. That, miss, yeah, that's kind of that's you know, backwards. You know, yeah. So it's like, how can Mississippi, and I know you're in politics, and this is, you know, you know, Georgia has always been about making money. Business, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So I, I just don't understand how they can't wrap their heads around Mississippi. how Mississippi can be ahead of us as far as legalization and even, even just medical. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I think the state and, you know, all the leaders, Democrats and Republicans, have done a decent job of trying to get it off the dime and get it moving. Mm -hmm. But then there ended up being lawsuits. So that caused it to be stalled further. Right. And I think, you know, what we really want to see is have this thing start happening. Because when it happens here, then people will understand. A lot of folks are fighting because they don't understand. And then, then there's yeah. another group that's fighting about the money. Yeah. And if you got both of those happening at the same time, then we lose. Right. The patients lose. Yep. The entrepreneurs lose. Those who've been impacted on the war by the war on drugs in and outside of the system lose three times as much. Mm, That's right. what we got to change. And the sooner we do that, the sooner our folks get right. And so I'm I'm fighting for that, man. And I just believe that you're you're giving a voice not only to me but to so many other people who need to be out here. And the stories need to be told. You're educating. Yes. You're informing. Uh, you're entertaining at the same time because mm -hmm. this is entertainment now. What we're talking about, yeah. Facts. because our friends sitting back, some of them talking right now, and like, yep. man, this shit real tight. Right, and, get, and getting the information because <laughs> even even just hearing you talk, it's there's certain things that I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And information is everything, and that's one of the things I want to stress to everybody watching. Information is key to everything. I don't care what you're doing. I just want to say that. Claps. <laughs> hold on, man. Oh, hold on, hold on. You don't give himself claps. I don't get my claps. Now nah, you got your. Yo, yo, bro. On, bro. Hold on, bro, bro, bro. You talk about this yo. later, I guess, man. Is you my co host? I'm going to have to get on the clap. I might. Is I you need my a clap button. Is you my co host? Yeah. Claps. <laughs> I got you, baby. I got oh, yeah. you. All up. All up. So, what's, so what's some more goals, man, that you have for the city, man? Like, what's some more. Um, some more plans you got for well, this. Well, I mean, another and, and also, how can they come support you? How can they come yeah, you know, help you with your campaign? Most definitely. How can yeah. they come be active? Most important thing. You know, where can they follow you on social media? You know, I mean, you you already here on one of the hottest podcasts right now. You know, representing yourself. So I mean, you know, but yeah. what, where, what what can the people do? Yeah. To, 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 to get in contact said, with he you. He said that because he wanted to clap. So go ahead, continue. Now, 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 you, feel me. now you feel me. But I'll tell you, so number one thing is early voting has already started. Right. Okay, yeah. we had the numbers to win this election hands down amongst the, your listeners, all our friends. Mm -hmm. If everybody who goes to Compound Vision or any other places we all grew up or still go to, Magic City Strip Club, Whew. if they just Man, go vote, you, you, yeah, if we, all, all our them. friends vote, we win. Facts. Right? So I've always said that. Early voting has already begun. If you haven't voted, y'all go vote for Kwanzaa Hall, uh, for Lieutenant Governor. Also, you can share it on your social media. I've got things on my page. Uh, Omar and, uh, and some other brothers shoot. Shot is helping me put some things together so we can kind of, you know, spruce up our social media. Y'all can help me if you got friends who can do yeah, that. Put the word out. Give them, give them the social posts. media so we can get. Okay, it's at Kwanzaa Hall. K W A N Z A H A L L. Uh, so if you take take some time and just kind of spread the word, TikToks or Instagram or wherever you are, Twitter, if you use that, 
Um, and then I think it's also just kind of word of mouth. You right. know, if we all yeah. just put the word, you know how sometimes things travel? Mm, make it organic. And it's yeah. not even on the internet. Sometimes right. the internet makes it travel, but sometimes we really want to know something. The word moves. Right. That's what I need y'all to do. Put yeah. it out there. This is the one for us, and the things are going to change. The kind of things I want to do are not just around decrim and legal and expungement, but also job creation. Right. There's no better place for a black business yeah. than this that, that's the, that, that's the biggest part to me is you know in addition to the decriminalization and everything else that that you're pushing on your platform is that I know how many jobs it can bring to Georgia yeah, yeah. you know so what I mean and there's so many thousand companies though so, so many talented people in Georgia so many creative people that um, you know we will we'll really get to put our twist on the cannabis industry and really show them what you know what what the South has to offer and think exactly. about how many people y'all are are hiring right now. Right. So there's four or five people working in here today. Mm -hmm. Everybody is doing their own creative thing right now, yep. and we're creating jobs. Mm -hmm. I want to see more part. entrepreneurs. I want to see 100,000 entrepreneurs with new companies be created. So you might have three companies. Right. You might have five. You, he might have five. But when you add it up, we could all have 100,000 in this state owned by blacks and minorities in the state, new companies. And then the other thing is Damn. state budget is $30 billion. A year. Right. Less than 2% goes to people of color and women. Damn. That means less than 1% goes to black people. Right. That's out crazy. Out of $30 billion. What do we want to do? We want to diversify that. The same kind of, you can sell lights. You can sell marketing services. Right. You can sell security. Uh, security. I mean, you can be security services. Cleaning services. You can sell toilet paper, pencils, pens. They might spend a couple million dollars on pencils. I mean, so... Yeah. We should be in that economy, too. Yep. We've yeah. seen what it's done for people in Atlanta, DeKalb County, Clayton, Fulton. Let's do the same thing in the state of Georgia. We're 30% of the state. I want to see 30% of that money go to communities that look like us. That would be $9 billion. $9 billion regenerated with the legalized program. Mm -hmm. You can't stop Georgia. Right, Georgia be on fire, and then we got all the creative music industry. Unfortunately, what we heard got today the about here, thug got, and everybody, but yeah. you know, this is this we're creating giants, yeah, in so many sectors, and we got to embrace what we're doing, y'all, and we got to love each other and lift each other up, and make sure that we're kind of checking all the boxes to protect ourselves too. Right, I mean, I, I think that was the basis of Atlanta in the early days. Like we always all support each other, especially in the music business, like right. the art, the labels, the the artists. We all supported each other. You know, from the um, the days with LaFace, the the crunk era to, you know what I'm saying? And we just all support it. That's right. And I think we need to, I, I think for, in the city, we need to get more of that back. Yeah, just we're a missing little, a little we, bit on it. We're missing a little bit on it. People doing independent and kind of like solos or little clicks, but we need to break down the click thing and say, look, we all won. And if we move as one, we can touch every state, facts, every country, because we got friends connected. Facts. And then we can like have to connect. Like Atlanta is like really... A connect city, mm -hmm. but Melting we don't pop. all honor the, the general idea of doing business square. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Some people not doing square business, and that makes everybody look bad in the chain, and we can't break the chain because we all really just want to eat. So let's help each other eat. Facts. And don't yeah. burn nobody. You know what There's I'm saying? enough money out there for everybody. Man. Claps to that. Claps to that. Now, now Kwanzaa, I wanna, since you are native in Atlanta, I just want to ask you a couple questions. This, uh -huh. is, this is, ain't got nothing to do with politics, no nothing. This is just... Yeah. You know, I just want to know. Mm -hmm. All right, you from Atlanta? What's your favorite restaurant? Man, 
Either either when you was younger, it was a beautiful up. restaurant because we'd be out till like four or five in the morning, and yeah. that's where we would stop. Beautiful's not twenty four hours anymore. I wanted to bring Atlanta back to twenty four when I was growing that's up. You remember? If you do on our city, speak on it. Speak on it for real, for real. Twenty four hour city that we had more nightlife, more strip clubs, more inner um, convention business wow. than we see today. Yes. Okay. But right now, we, and we had it all over the city. We had 24-hour on Martin Luther King, on Camelton Road, on Candler Road. So you really, everybody didn't just go to Buckhead. Yeah. Every right. neighborhood had its own economy. They home, yeah, they own thing. you didn't want to just ride all the way back over town. You just kind of go hang out with your own folks. Yeah. And that kind of kept it safer, too. Now everybody has to be in the same part of town. Right. That makes it where the whole world comes to Buckhead and Lennox every day. From all yeah. over America, you know, no, I didn't even <laughs> look at it on Saturday. To, but that makes all the sense in the world. You can't go to Greenbrier, right? South Carolina Mall. It was just as good. The women were just as pretty, actually better sometimes than Lennox. Damn. So you know, we got to bring that back. But that's Yo. all us. You know, you, you on point with that. Right? Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, dang, you know, in in different neighborhoods, it was like they like off Canada, it'd be like three or four clubs over there. Well, they wouldn't go into Buckhead to go party. Uh, they wouldn't. Yeah, and it's like, okay. So speaking of clubs, what's your favorite? What was your favorite club? One Twelve was the best in America. Uh, uh, off Cheshire Bridge or Peachtree? No, no, no. The one off of Piedmont, where the Kroger. Oh, is. that was the original One Twelve before Cheshire Bridge. Yeah, yeah, before that. Yeah, we yeah, we shut that one down. Oh, then we damn. moved to Cheshire Bridge. I'm from Michigan. <laughs> that was the one. I mean, that one right there was like unbelievable. All right, let me let me ask you one but more. But I got a good compound and vision. I mean, uh, yeah. Alex, Visions, you know, is, Visions was my all time Kaya favorite. Yeah. I, I didn't get to Kaya. I wouldn't. I didn't get in yet. Vision was my all time. Visions. Visions is Visions, on my list, man. Okay, for me it goes Visions, Velvet, Velvet Room, Room Compound. Velvet, yeah, yeah, Velvet was there too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, each had his own like, moment. Of, yeah, of play. Had a moment. You know, I yeah, give yeah, them yeah. all credit. Yeah. And um, but AG has done a phenomenal thing of having a run, so I yeah. give him shout respect. Shout to AG, man. Yeah, I got to give him a shout. But you know, worked for him uh, for still, a long time. A lot of uh, you know in Atlanta, a lot happens in our strip clubs, and sometimes you know we see more women going there, right, with their friends. Yeah. You even see guys some nights. Yeah. So it's not favorite like Atlanta strip club. Sex. Yeah. Um, when I first got to Atlanta, it was like that. So I had three in my district: Magic. Uh, Cheetah and Goosebumps uh -huh. Stilettos was in my district Goosebumps. So they were all my friends But I say You know Between Cheetah and Magic that's Those are my main spots Cheetah for That like, was my next A one. lot yeah. of business yeah. I beat you to it Oh yeah Cheetah for the business You're gonna give me my hand claps Yeah for sure For sure <laughs> Cheetah for the business And then What was the other one you said? Hey, Magic Oh Magic Yeah, yeah. Magic. Early, what, what year Magic though? Like what year? The whole Whole, all the whole time. I mean, oh, back okay. to what about body that? tap? What about body, body tap? Body tap. I mean, and I used you know, to stay down the, the street. Nick, Nickies, little Nicky's Gentleman's Club. That Nickies. era with Michael Childs. That yeah. period was also a phenomenal period. We had probably twenty strip clubs in Atlanta. Yeah, it was unbelievable. And was and I'm not time. like condoning or like trying to say that's the only end all to be all, but right. it is a phenomenon that yeah. we have here in the it's part. It's culture. culture. Yeah, you know that you don't have in other places and. You know, it's amazing how many people participate who you wouldn't think and how much gets done in right. clubs in Atlanta. A lot. Like Very my, when sophisticated I first, business deals happen. Yeah, when I first got down here, I was I was seeing people go on dates to the strip club. And for, for a minute, I used to be like, the chicken dude going on a date to the strip club. Then I walk in the strip club. They got the crab legs. They got the steak. They like the right. you know the chef. We known for having good chefs in our strip clubs. So then, then you got the ten dollar dance, and it's like, baby, you want dance? You know what I'm saying? Like it was like a complete package. 
It's crazy. Movie. Hey, movie. That was, that was a moment. Maybe maybe that was just a, something that was different for me. <laughs> Coming from Michigan. <laughs> another world. Another world. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, but nah, man, listen, we greatly appreciate you have, having you on. Um, it was important that, you know, uh, you, you gave this information because, again, you know, our platform is not just about, you know, using cannabis, but it's also about the business. It's all about people uh, knowing about the laws, knowing about the opportunities and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's lost, and we definitely wanted to bring that to, um, bring that to light. Yeah, no, I appreciate y'all for what you're doing, man. This is real leadership. It's underground, but we got to kind of lift it up, get more people hearing about what y'all talking about, and even oh, get more of the elected officials hearing what y'all saying, because yeah. once they get it, light bulbs go off, and Facts. the rules start changing in our favor. Yeah. You'd be surprised who's actually a supporter. It's not always Democrats. It's not always urban people. It's we got a lot of fans. Facts. They with us. You know, we just got to make the movement happen in Georgia. Yeah, I think you know. Um, I want to thank you for coming on first. I think you know you, you are helping to kind of get this stigma off of cannabis. You know, um, everywhere else, cannabis is big business. Yeah. You know, we've we've said this on multiple episodes about you know the you know, the, the different jobs that are created by bringing legal cannabis to a state. And I just wanted to highlight, you know, I think that, um, you know, seeing you in person, talking to you in person, you know, I, I can tell you're a real brother, man. You're really behind this. Facts. You know, I'm, you know, anything you need from us, from the platform, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. You know, um, I've seen you doing your thing for a while now. Um, you know, uh, let the people know what platforms they can follow you on, you know, how they can vote. I think that's the other important thing. You know, besides just this show is that, you know, we want you guys to go out and vote. Yeah. It's important that you go out and vote. So please let them know where they can vote. You know, if they, where they, how they have to register to vote or whatever they, you know, whatever excuses they, they might have. Right. Yeah. <laughs> let them know so they don't have no excuses. No excuses. Right, right. They've they seen it on the Smoke With Me podcast. They've seen that. it on YouTube. There's no reason for them. They've seen it on our IG for them to say they couldn't go vote. Facts. So let them know. The floor is yours and, and just let them know. So early voting's already begun, so I need everybody to get out there. Um, you can go to my voter page to find out exactly where you can early vote. It's usually about 9 to 6 or so every day, and it's up till the 20th of May. And then the full election day is on the 24th. Just go ahead and get out of the way while the lines are short. You don't have to be waiting. Right. Probably well, nobody. Where's the my, voter page that you my just MyVoterPage.com. Okay. Yeah, on okay. the internet. My, right. my uh, social media is at Kwanzaa Hall on every platform, K-W-A-N-Z-A-H-A-L-L. My number if y'all want to text and be on my list, it's 404-977-4359-404-977-4359. Hold on. He doing the Mike Jones thing. Do that again, man. Give him the number again. He doing the old school Mike Jones. <laughs> Give him right, the number, right. man. 404-977-4359. Um, and, yeah, y'all just reach out to me, man. I'm, I'm a real person. I'm accessible. I'm available. You know, you might, you never know why I might turn up. You know, most of the venues in Atlanta, I've supported them, try to nice. help them stay in business. Right. And I believe in you guys. I want to support everybody in this Appreciate room. That. The next generation of creators, uh, entrepreneurs. If we're not backing one another, uh, we won't be successful because people helped us True. get to where we are. So True. I'm just thankful, y'all. Thank you for having me. Kwanzaa Hall for Lieutenant Governor. Go ahead, vote. Take your friend with you. Spread on your social media. And then we'll be in the general election. We'll probably have a runoff. And up through June and the general election in November. We win this, we change the state, we change the world, we change Atlanta. How do we do that? Get me elected, and we're gonna make it legal here. And we're gonna change the game. And with that being said, we out episode seven. Smoke with me podcast. Smoke with me. And we out of here, baby. Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs>